He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for another week, not promise. We thank you for uh, this past last year of 2021 and Again, here the second week of 2022, and we thank you, Lord. A lot of people did not make it this far, Lord, but we give you all the glory and praise for what you're doing and doing so well for us. Bless those under the sound of my voice. If there's anything in our life that needs to be changed, corrected, Lord, amended, uh, to be more uh, flowing in the spirit, to allow more spiritual power from you, we ask you to remove it right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we even ask now that you bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me power from on high. Let me say a word that be a help for someone under the sound of my voice. We love you, Lord. We praise your name. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. Uh, here we are again on this morning, uh, newly minted year, second week, uh, in January of 2022. And we're still in the book of Acts. I think we'll um, continue uh, in January in Acts. I believe right now uh, we may be led to do uh, something else later, but Acts chapter 20 will be where we will receive our scripture background for our message this morning. Again, the series title is Acts of the Church. And, uh, still dealing with the first century church, the setting of the precedents and the bylaws and the precepts by Peter, which officially, unofficially can be Peter being the first pastor of the first century church. And then it goes from Peter to Paul. And Paul picks up the mantle uh, as they argue for not only Jews have access to God's salvation, but also the Gentiles. Jesus is for everybody. In Acts chapter 20, uh, beginning with the seventh verse, will be where we claim our attention today um, I'll be reading the CSB translation whatever translation you have uh, we 
has that you follow alone. Dr. Luke writes, is this, um, in verse 7, he said, on the first day of the week, we assembled to break bread. Paul spoke to them. Since he was about to depart the next day, he kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the room upstairs where we were assembled, and a young man named Eutychus was sitting on a window sill and sank into a deep sleep as Paul kept on talking. When he was overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was picked up dead. But Paul went down, bent over him, embraced him, and said, Don't be alone, because he's alive. After going upstairs, breaking the bread and eating, Paul talked a long time until dawn. Then he left. They brought the boy home alive and were greatly comforted. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. I just want to tag this simple text. Um, Sermonic notes this, this morning. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. A commercial came on and the man was asked if he knew if there was a doctor in the house for another man had a need for a medical emergency. <clears throat> the man got up and went over to the man in need and began to talk them through what they needed to do in order to give aid to this man in need. After a second or two, someone asked the man, where did he learn all this information? And he looks at the camera and says, oh, no, I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn last night. We have a group of people in the church who believe that since they went by a church building or go every once in a while, they can handle all the mess and all the up and downs and sideways goings on in their life. But I'm here to tell somebody that you can't make it without the Lord. You can't do this without Jesus. And Paul was traveling around countryside to countryside, country to country, city to city, to tell the news that Jesus was indeed in need. Not even just for the Jews, but for the Gentiles. That Jesus was there. Paul was so excited, he was going, and at this particular point in the text, Paul was preaching assembled as they assembled in a in what the, the scholars labeled an upper room in a house. And if you notice, a lot of good things happened in upper rooms uh, in the Bible. And, and here they are in the upper room. Paul is preaching, preaching about Jesus. And we look at the first point and we look, the text, it says, on the first day of the week, huh, symbol <clears throat> to break bread. And he spoke to them, Paul, since he was about to leave, 
on the next day. Well, we see here that several scholars and theologians believe that the Old Testament date and time won't permit me to go deep in depth with this, but Sabbath was Saturday. And the Bible does say that God should keep my Sabbath holy. But after Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection on Sunday morning, uh, the church had changed. First century church was not uh, beholden to the Jewish Sabbath. They were more to the Roman calendar. Even so, they went from midnight to midnight as far as day change instead of sundown to sun up. And that was Jewish. And here we see um, they were gathered on the first day of the week, which was Sunday. And again, I don't have time, but I just want to put somebody in mind, rest of your mind, that yes, Sunday is still holy. Sunday should still be. Uh, regaled as the day that we worship together publicly to talk about the goodness of the Lord. And since he was resurrected on Sunday morning, the third day is just a good day. We ought to have 52 resurrection days of the year because that is the day we observe Sunday morning as the day. And Paul was preaching that. Paul and Peter were preaching and teaching, and he got up on the third day. But this is the first, I believe, instance in the Bible that it says on the first day, uh, this became the Sabbath for um, the church, the first century church. And they met on this day to fellowship and breaking of bread and communion. And listen, listen, you can't make it on an island by yourself. You, you're going to have to come. You know some folk around you that are not coming to church. And I know you tell me, Pastor, there's a pandemic. There's an endemic, Pastor. There, Yes, but wear your mask. Keep physically distant and and, 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 and don't go around rubbing your face and all these things because we're doing everything else. See, I tell the church, told you before, and that we got to be careful. The devil used this as a trick, trick of the enemy to tear down the church, to make God's people weak in their spiritual lives because lack of fellowship means lack of worship together. Yes, you can do it from the house. You, you watching Zoom or Facebook, but it's nothing like being in God's house. Being there, worshiping with others. Again, put on your mask. <laughs> Get your shots if you can. Get a booster, even. And sit socially or physically distant. So you don't have the uh possibility um, to catch uh, the disease because you're practicing right protocols and mandates. And we're going out to everywhere else. <laughs> That's what I can't get and fathom that we are going everywhere else, but we want to say church is not safe. They were fellowship and gathering on the first day of the week and listening to sound doctrine. Oh, my brothers and sisters, it matters what you let go between your ears in that head of yours. 
It matters. It matters who you're listening to. It it matters who you fellowship with. It it might because whoever you allow into your hand, you'll become a casualty or a product of what you are listening or whom you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, some 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 people don't understand the power of of leading by hearing. They don't understand that. Who you listening to? That's why we got these social media. They got they call them influencers. There's a certain million folk follow somebody, and the person goes and buys something, and everybody sees, and they go and buy that same product. Influencers. But we as Christians need to be influencers for um the Lord. Need to be trying to influence. I in world to tell them that Jesus is Lord. So something about Sunday that we gather together sharing testimonies of our life, sharing of the good news of Jesus and how he's still in the working business, how he's still in the turn around business. We share that with others. And secondly, not only was it something about Sunday, but sometimes it gets difficult. The main thrust of this text is Eutychus, this young man, came to church or the fellowship, but was overcome by sleep. He was weary. Paul, Paul was going long. You read the text. I don't have time to go into detail, but it was a long sermon and Eutychus sitting on a window seal and nodding off. You've been now. You, you've seen folk head and butt uh, nodding and head bouncing around from sleep. And he sank. The Bible says says in a deep sleep. As Paul kept preaching, it says when he was overcome with sleep, that fell down the third story. And was picked up dead. Well, some scholars, as I was studying, said he was just knocked unconscious, but the Bible says he was dead. <laughs> and I tend to agree with the Bible. Look up there in this text, it gives very descriptive information about the lamps in the room. These lamps were there for illumination and revelation because. You have to imagine, imagine being in a dark place. That's what they were. It was dark, but they weren't trying to hide because they were in the business of worshiping the Lord. So they had lamps all over the place. And my study said that the smell from the lamps and all the lack of oxygen and all of that contributed to it. He just fell asleep. I just, he just nodded off and. Sitting on the window that's unsafe and he fell down dead. The lamps represent illumination that was going on with the fellowship. Paul was illuminating the gospel. Paul was illuminating the work of Jesus Christ. Uh, can I ask you, are you illuminating anywhere at the job? Are you an illuminator? Wherever you go, are you illuminating the gospel of Jesus Christ? Most of the time, uh, 
you can't, we can't illuminate because we're not excited ourselves. We just as sleep as Eutychus. We just as sleep as he is in our spiritual lives. And sleep here depicts prevention in the participation of the act of worship. And that's where a lot of folk come in. That's why it tickles about the introduction that people uh, think they know, but they don't. They go by a church and they come every once in a while and they got a spiritual sleep going on. They can't unravel, don't understand that lack of spiritual feeding means that you will be dead in your spirit. So yes, you will be sleeping your spirit. And more, more often than not, tragic consequences come to those, yeah, who, who don't participate in worship and fellowship. Because it will get difficult. Sometimes it gets difficult. It, sleep overwhelms you. The world overwhelms you. You fall away from the worshiping community. It says Eutychus. Eutychus, they don't give a description of the dark, but he fell into a darkness at the bottom of the window. So we must make sure that we don't have uh, sleepiness doesn't overtake us and burden us and come over into our lives and give us, um, we, we receive bad advice and we fall under the first thing that we see, not prayerful. And that's why we got to remember, uh, Mount of Olives, Jesus went, told them to be at, be on guard, be alert. He came back three times, they were sleeping. Sleep is always a description of of a lack of activity, whatever needs to be done is not getting done because sleep is, has taken control. Oh, my brothers and sisters, um, gotta be careful. We gotta stay active. We gotta stay mandated on Jesus Christ. For we don't want to be lacked in our participation in the acts of of the fellowship. And then lastly, not only was something about Sunday and not only, not only sometimes it gets difficult, but we see strength in my faith. Bible says, but Paul went down bent over him, embraced him, and said, don't be alone, because he's alive. Some translations say, don't be troubled. Paul, Paul had great faith in his great God. Paul, Paul is a man, words that should not fall on deaf ears. Paul is somebody who seems to be uh, experienced years in 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 believing that God can and God will work things out. Because it's going to be, tell yourself, it's going to be a good day despite all that I got to face. 
It's gonna be a good day, despite all that may be coming my way. Matter of fact, Eutychus means fortunate. And oh, how fortunate that someone was there to help in time of need. Because God still can turn tragedy into triumph. Oh, how fortunate it is to have somebody around who can help in the time of need. And Paul had strength in his faith. His faith gave him strength because he knew who he was dealing with. He had experience prior. And don't, don't let nobody discourage your spirit. Don't let nobody discourage your faith. Because everything is done so that our eyes can be on Jesus. So that our confidence can be in the hope of the gospel and so that we can be reminded that Jesus is still in the life bringing business Ephesians 2 said Paul wrote this he said and you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you previously walked according to the ways of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. We too all previously lived among them in our fresh fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and our thoughts. And we were by nature children under wrath, as the others were also. But I like verse 4 said, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us, made us what? Alive with Christ, even though we were dead. In transgressions, you were saved by grace. He's done so much for us. Do you remember life before Jesus when you were dead in your trespasses? You were dead in your iniquities. You were dead in sin. Just like you could, we don't possess anything on the inside that could bring us back to life but Jesus delivered us out of sin into a life of salvation oh he did that for us he came 
to deliver us. He came to give us life. He came to set us free and die on the old rugged cross. Didn't he die? But on the third day, got up in all power. What a mighty God we serve. Brought us from 21 to 22. What a good God we serve. I know it sounds cliche, but we made it. We made it when others didn't make it. We made it. You ought to be happy now. It's going to be a good day because God is in control. Deliverance is now in the spirit because you might have to go through some storm and rain, pain and misery, but you still have deliverance in Jesus Christ. It's going to be a good day. Won't he do it? Won't God do it? Didn't he do it? Somebody say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you. And be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.